It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Hope you're having a great Saturday morning here as we have a very special edition of Cougar Corner as we wrap up the 2020-2021 uh, sports season, at least here on uh, Cougar Corner. And it's always uh, my honor to bring in our um, uh, president, MTCS president, Matt Tiller, joins us. And uh, we kind of get a recap of things that have gone on in Cougar country. And it's been a very, very busy uh, season this year. And uh, Mr. Tiller, thanks for being with us, first of all. Well, thank you for having me. Always happy to talk with you about what's going on on our campus and our program. And really do appreciate all you do to promote Cougar Athletics. So happy to be here. Good morning to you. Well, it's uh, it's it's going to be an, an interesting conversation because it's been uh, quite the interesting year. And uh, I told you right before we went on the air, wanted to talk a little bit about our last conversation. And I, I, I remember this vividly because I was in uh, your office. We were having some conversations uh, talking about the baseball season upcoming and getting things really started there. And uh, we found out Rutherford County Schools had decided that they would not reopen. And then from that point, I mean, you had to go into a flurry of meetings after that. I'm sure it's all a blur for you, but I, I remember that day pretty well. Well, uh, you know, there's there such, such a strange, strange time. And, and we all recall how quickly the dominoes started falling across the country, not just for us. And as I remember that, we, we literally had a meeting with our faculty and staff uh, at three o'clock that day saying, hey, as for now, we're gonna be in school Monday. And then less than 12 hours later, we were making a different decision. Uh, and uh, boy, those were those were uh, certainly interesting times. I am so thankful though, that things are much improved now. We'll talk about our sports year, but we've been able to be in, in school on campus all year. And here we are in mid-March. Uh, and um, I don't know that I had the faith and confidence that I should have, but we were able to have a fall sports season, a winter sports season, and we are doing everything possible to assure, ensure that we preserve a wonderful spring season because that got taken away last year, and that was very difficult to watch, especially for our athletes and their families. It was a tough time. You know, I, I remember having some conversations. We, we did several shows um, at the start of the pandemic, and when we knew that spring sports would not happen, we just kind of opened it up and said, hey, coaches, talk about your team and – what could have been and just the sheer disappointment for these kids not being able to play that that was certainly a, a very tough call to make I'm sure well there's there's really just what's so difficult I mean and, and everyone feels this way but in school you, you you do work in schools because you care about kids uh, and you care deeply about the students in your halls and there really was no consolation, especially for our seniors. There's there's nothing we can do for them. Uh, we can't let them, we can't recreate their 
senior spring sports season when it's taken from them. And so uh, that's what was so difficult. Uh, I actually happened to, to have a senior myself that was going through that. So it was really personal to me also, but you just hurt for them. Now listen, kids are resilient. They've moved on, life goes on, but it really, I will tell you, it, it's changed and really enhanced our perspective. It wasn't about winning games or losing games. It was about just having the opportunity to play games. Uh, and that's really what you, you realize the value of athletics and what it means to the overall experience when it's taken from you. And it's much bigger than the result of the contest. It's the value of the contest itself. So again, those were tough. It was a tough time. But uh, instead, of, instead of dwelling on how hard it was last spring, we've just been very grateful that we've been able to watch our kids compete this school year and really looking forward to watching them this spring. I've, I've caught more baseball practice this year than I normally do because it's just good to see them out there and softball and tennis. All those spring sports are going and, and working, we're working really hard and spending a lot of time in prayer to God uh, that we preserve these seasons in the spring and, and get to enjoy them fully. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, another challenge that you had to take on and uh that was uh with the the football program and and you know you kind of got into a situation late in the season didn't even really know if we were going to get to have a football season and um you know with uh fred shambaugh uh resigning and uh, bj came in and and did a tremendous job as your interim football coach this last season you know i, I don't know that you could have a more difficult interim football coaching job than what bj went through being an interim is always difficult, especially when you're scrambling a bit on the notice. And, and we we decided pretty quickly that we were not going to rush a search. The timing wasn't right for that. Uh, and I think that was exactly the right decision. Felt good about BJ and his ability to connect to our kids. And, and not only was he interim stepping in, but he stepped in during one of the most challenging football seasons you're ever going to experience with COVID. And we certainly had our moments with that. But BJ did an amazing job. Our kids did an amazing job. We had a great season, had some wins over some programs that we've not been successful over. It was good to see those moments uh, and really successful season. Uh, a run in the playoffs as we typically have done, and that was great to see and traveled. We had a really good um, team in Jackson to end our season, but I'm really pleased with how BJ responded, how our coaching staff responded, how our kids responded uh, in the fall and the opportunity they had to compete. It's always it's always encouraging to watch that. So yes, a, a unique season, but uh, we had a, a couple moments where we had I think we were we had an, a game where our entire coaching staff was on quarantine. That's a tough moment, Brian, when that happens. Uh, but we worked through that. Uh, it got to the end of the day, and, and more than anything else, that community was able to participate and do the things they love to do under under BJ's leadership. We really do appreciate his good work. And uh, he's going to remain on staff uh, as an assistant coach. Uh, with uh, Coach Tackett, and we're going to talk with him uh, later on in the program to introduce uh, MTCS to uh, Coach Tackett. But um, I, I did want to say that, you know, you, you needed a, a calming voice and someone familiar, uh, and I think that had to help with even in an interim situation, that had to help that these guys really knew and trusted BJ. That did help, and, and I think our kids are happy to know he's going to be with us and continue to be with us with a new coach. and. Um, I'm excited about about Coach Tackett and excited about BJ staying on. I, I think there's going to be some really exciting moments coming with our football program, uh, and look forward to that in the future. Uh, but you're exactly right; it was it was a calming influence. Our kids love BJ, uh, and, and he's built that relationship over 
years uh, and responded well to him. You could tell. You could tell they were responding well to his coaching all year. They they, they absolutely played their guts out. We had a game, a home game, a critical game late in the year. Where we had a number of guys out in number for different reasons against, I think it was Grace Christian. And I've never seen our kids play harder in a tough moment than they played and won at the last second. Uh, and sometimes you you don't get the, the payoff, uh, but it was I would have I would have been just as proud had they not won, but just watching their effort and then they actually got the payoff. That was a fun moment during the football season. MTCS President Matt Tiller joining us here on Cougar Corner today as we look back over uh, the 2020-2021 season and just getting football off the ground and and started. You know, I think um, you know everyone really thought it was going to be a delayed season and it would be several months into it and all these hybrid plans came out and what can we do and this and that and then all of a sudden hey we're going to start the the season in like three weeks so it it really worked out well i've had to eat my words several times through this pandemic uh, brian one of the things i might have been i said and it was not because i wanted it to happen but given all that we were dealing with at the time i think i might have been quoted as saying i'll believe it when i see the ball kicked off for the first time uh, and but sure enough, the ball was kicked off for the first time, and it was kicked off ten or eleven more times. Uh, and so we figured it out. And it's a lot of it took a lot of effort and a lot of hard work. Uh, Jason Piercy and his team, making sure that we implemented all the protocols. Our families, our fans, um, coming alongside and cooperating with us. Uh, we have learned that one of the key things about working through this current moment successfully is having cooperation from everyone involved. And even though we may not like it and it's not fun, may not even be different than what we think should or could happen. That cooperation goes a long way in being successful. And I really was appreciative of how our community came together so that our kids could compete all year long. Really, that's what it boils down to. Let's do all we can to preserve these moments for our kids. Going to talk a, a, a little bit more about uh, the fall sports, but something popped into my mind here when you were talking about Jason and his team and what you all have been able to do with your uh, athletic director position is you know get a lot of people involved uh, and I know that Jamie helps a lot and and Hillary uh, in those decisions and that team working together uh, has done a, a really great job and it's not just about their sports that they coached it's about the entire program uh, fall winter and, and spring sports so they've, they've done a great job handling all this. Truly, there's no way an individual could do it by themselves, much less an individual who's wearing a couple other hats anyway. So it definitely requires the efforts of multiple folks. But I will tell you that the athletic group, that that administrative group, um, did so much of that heavy lifting, the planning, the communication, the execution, and did it beautifully. And you can do everything right in this current world and still end up with challenges. That's, That's just this virus we're dealing with. But I can assure you, if you don't do things right, you're going to have bigger challenges. There's just no doubt about that. Um, and so they have done they have done all year long. Uh, every every time a season rolls around, we get a new list of protocols for that season, working with the TWSAA. Uh, and uh, it's probably even more challenging now because we're, everyone's getting weary. Um, I understand that. But we really can't relax because it goes back to what I said earlier. I, I, I desperately want to protect uh, these competition moments for our kids and we have a spring sports season we need to we need to protect and get through and quite frankly allow our kids to compete because we have some really strong teams in the spring that we'll talk about later uh, that we want to see them get to the finish line so uh, but you're exactly what you said is true 
uh, it's been a team effort. Uh, and we also always have volunteers that step in there and help us too, Brian. It's always been the case of our community and they've been a huge part of that as well. And you're, I'll give you an example. Concessions is a volunteer army. Well, concessions are completely different during COVID and that, that volunteer army adjusted to that beautifully and helped us tremendously uh, as part of that athletic response. So again, uh, we've been blessed in that regard. And one thing I, I, I think that is unique about MTCS is, Matt, you've, you've got not only varsity sports, but you're trying to play middle school sports and just the sheer volume every season of all the levels of sports down to elementary. And so you've got to have those same protocols in, in place for, for all sports at all levels. We, when we talk about MTCS Cougar Athletics, we're talking pre-K-4 through high school. Uh, so um, there, there is, it is much bigger than just a high school program or a middle school program. You, we, we have elementary programs we had to think through as well. Um, and, you know, it, it, I joke, but in a normal year, we've got little cheerleading squads from pre-K-4 all the way to high school all over campus practicing. And I will say this, that community probably got hit as hard as anybody through, through this thing. And people sometimes don't give that the attention it deserves, but those student athletes work as hard as anyone else preparing. Uh, and and uh, it's been a real challenge for that community um, because a lot of, we, while we were able to have football and do the, that, that community really was impacted pretty significantly through this, uh, as well as marching band. I mean, it really is, it's been, a, it's broad uh, in, in terms of those students who have had a difficult time using the talents they have been given by God and having those moments to find to use them. So yes, you're, it's a broad program. We have to, it's lots to think about. Decisions have effects as they go up and down our our, our school. Uh, so there's there's a lot to manage uh, about. It, it, listen, there's a lot to manage in athletics at MTCS, even if you're not dealing with COVID, because it's a big, important part of our school experience. COVID certainly is, has created complications on top of that that we've had to work through. I, I think one thing we realized uh, after getting sports going in the fall is that the outdoor sports uh, fared a little easier maybe than the indoor sports. And that, that brings us to volleyball, who, you know, really had to, um, being inside in the fall, then that took us into basketball, and we'll, we'll talk that in just a second. But th that offered um, a whole new set of challenges, I'm sure, to make sure we got that season in. You know, what, what I would say about that is the game itself with the participants was easier to manage in volleyball than it was in football because of the nature of the game. The contact sports really make it difficult with with your participants, but fans are much more difficult to manage when it's indoors. Uh, and we'll get to basketball. Basketball's challenging in both areas. It's a contact sport and your fans are indoors. Mm -hmm. So with football, you you know, you and we had this, you you're if one player on another team who plays a lot has COVID, you might find half your team or all your entire team now being quarantined. Thankfully, in volleyball, it wasn't that way, but we had to significantly limit the crowd. We moved out of our normal volleyball gym into our larger gym so we could have more fans there. Uh, and so the fan experience was much more difficult to manage. At the same time, we had a great volleyball year, uh, a wonderful run into the state tournament. Uh, and, and the future of that program continues to be bright. And that's one of the things I will just say. Our kids found a way to overcome all the distractions and really compete hard and have some success in the midst of that. Uh, and for them, probably it was just kind of an, an escape to normalcy. It's one thing that felt normal. When you get on the court, you're playing volleyball. And when you're on the field, you're playing football and you're not thinking about COVID at that moment. But, um, but you're right. Uh, 
it's unique. Um, you have the, 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 the fan experience you have to manage and think about, and then you've got the participant experience. And in the fall, those almost were, were kind of uh, just opposed on the two sports, mm-hmm. quite different. Uh, Troy had a, a great year, and as you mentioned, uh, a run to the uh, state tournament in, in volleyball and has, has just built a uh, consistent program there that uh, year in and year out is making deep runs. And, uh, of course, we also had cross-country and girls' soccer uh, in the fall. And, uh, you know, the, the successes of, of – I mean, it's just a totally different kind of program there. I and mean, that's very individual. It's outdoors and, and things of that nature. So I, I don't know if anything was easy, but maybe a little easier for those sports. Yeah, you know, the one that you didn't mention this sport, but I, I, I've got to make sure our golfers are cover, covered. That's a yep. fall sport as well. You know, the one game that has benefited the most from COVID is golf. Uh, you know, that's interesting. You're, it's an individual sport. You're outdoors. Uh, and so that might have been the easiest one for us to manage. But even then, you have to think through transportation. Uh, how do you get folks there so that transportation moment's not another exposure event? Um, so all of those sports had their challenges there there were some significant challenges with cross country uh, simply because of the amount of exertion runners utilize in their breathing while they run this all sounds crazy now as we talk about it but i we had those conversations about and we were having to respond to what does it look like to have a meet with 50 kids all piled on top of each other at the starting line uh, and how do you work through it so it really even the sports you might have thought this won't be that big of a deal they had, there had to be lots of obstacles had to be overcome uh, to pull it off. Let me just mention one thing about the fall. We talk about volleyball. We talk about high school and middle school sports. What's exciting about high school volleyball is our middle school program, I think, has won the district championship three or four or five years in a row. Won it again this year, had an amazing year, and so that feeds into that. And so I've got to make sure I do a shout-out to our middle school sports when I can uh, for their success. Well, a great fall uh, season led into uh, winter. And, you know, once we, uh, Matt, got past Thanksgiving, things began to, to ramp up with COVID and being indoors. And between uh, Thanksgiving and, what, mid-January, things were, were pretty tough. I mean, it, it, it almost seemed like, you know, that we may not make it here, but we did. Early, the early part of basketball season was extremely challenging. Um, cases were at an all-time high. Um, we were trying to figure out how to manage that. The game, the nature of the game itself, again, you get one kid to test positive, there's no way you can separate during practice. That shuts your whole program down for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it, literally, you go, you're going into it one game at a time. You have no idea whether you'll play any game other than the one that's in front of you. And, and also, I will tell you, it's, it's – um, we lost the fan experience in basketball, and that, that is a huge part of basketball. Uh, it, it broke our hearts that our kids couldn't be there to watch our, our their, their teammates and their friends compete. We couldn't have cheerleaders there for a, a good period of, period of time. I understand it. I'm just that doesn't take away from the pain of it, though. Right. Uh, and so, and it's just weird to go to a basketball game and have so few people there, and it's there's no energy in the gym. Uh, thankfully, by the time we got to the end of the season, some of that was coming back, and it was fun to see that and feel it. Um, but you're exactly you're, what you said is exactly right. It, it was a challenging start, but again, uh, we got through it. And by the time you get to the end of the year, it's starting to feel more like a normal basketball season, and that was a lot of fun to watch and see. Yeah, you're exactly right there. I mean, it, it was uh, it, you got to the toward the end of the regular season and uh, in in the tournaments, and it just felt like things were almost normal, you know. And that that uh, offered some hope there 
as well. And um, with with basketball, I, I look at the girls' league, and you know your girls under Hillary competed and and uh, obviously competed with two of the best in the state because the district um, championship was played at the state tournament in the finals and uh, uh, the uh, Lady Cougars were right there with Webb and PCA all season long so uh, looking for really great things out of Hillary's team. They um, We beat both those teams in the regular season uh, which was a lot of fun to watch. We beat a CPA team during the regular season. I don't know that we had beaten yet as well. So you know as you're heading towards a championship you got to got to go over some hurdles to get there you got to break through some maybe even some mental hurdles to get there and we did that this year uh but i I will tell you i i I think um our success uh, our greatest days of success in girls basketball are coming uh and it's really exciting to see what is coming as that program continues to build uh and i can't wait to watch that uh and the excitement of what that's going to look like you, you you're what you said is true um i, I think it, it, the, it, it's amazing to see how much of this not just district or regional power but how much strength there is in the state at our level in about a 30 mile radius of murfreesboro right now with girls basketball uh and uh, we certainly are a player in that and uh, look forward to being even a stronger player in, in the years to come and uh, on the guy side of things, uh, I know we're going to talk about um, Jason's recent decision a- as well. But, you know, uh, a season that had plenty of uh, challenges, but also plenty of, of great moments as well. And, and those guys persevered uh, all season long. Perseverance is exactly the right, the right word. Uh, that team was really was playing its best ball late in the year, I felt like, uh, and, and had some adversity to overcome, but did. Uh, played really well together, uh, never quit fighting, played for each other and their coaches. And, and you know, you learn a lot about yourself when you see those kind of moments. You don't want the adversity. You'd rather avoid it. But how they respond to it uh, is, is, is always fun to see and encouraging to see. Lots of uh, – we had a, a senior-led team, but then we've got some really good young talent. It's going to be fun to watch them grow and develop in the, year, in the years to come. And we'll talk more about the future of boys basketball, again, as you said, with Coach Piercy's announcement. But – really proud of how those kids fought through some circumstances that were beyond their control uh, that some teams wouldn't have responded to at all. They responded extremely well. And, uh, you know, I remember broadcasting the, the game with CPA, and uh, my goodness, it, the, the cotton doesn't get much taller than, the, than CPA and, and really battled them to the end there. And, you know, a lot of great things to build on. And uh, I, I know that there has to be a mix of emotions with uh, Jason announcing his retirement from basketball. He's still going to be there and, and doing many of the great things, but offers an opportunity for him to focus more on the uh, AD portion and, and um, you know, uh, all the other things that he has to do there a- as well. But uh, he's, he's laid a great foundation for Cougar basketball. I was with Jason yesterday uh, in a meeting and, and spent the first several minutes just telling him how much I appreciated all that he's done for our boys basketball program during his time and his record speaks for himself but he has invested so much energy and time uh, and much of himself into that he's going to miss that aspect i'm sure but i am extremely excited to have his full-time efforts in leading our athletic program as as we discussed earlier uh, it it deserves full-time attention Uh, it's a large aspect of part of what we do 
Division II athletics is different than Division I athletics in that regard. It requires more attention and more leadership. We talked a good bit about that yesterday. He is extremely excited about this, uh, and I am really looking forward to seeing the impact he's going to make on Cougar athletics uh, in a refocused attempt, if you will, a refocused role for him. Uh, and he'll still have the opportunity to be a part of our boys' program in, in a different role uh, as he influences that differently. Uh, and extremely excited about who God's going to bring to us to lead that program. Uh, as you can imagine, we're already getting phone calls from people who'd love to be to talk to be a part of that. And we're, we have not even yet begun to work through that officially yet, but we have zero concerns about finding a high-quality coach for our boys' program. We know that that'll happen. Well, uh, he's been such a great spokesperson, uh, spokesperson that is, for MTCS Athletics, and I know we'll continue to do a great job in that. I, I told him we may have to have an AD corner on Cougar Corner. <laughs> he would enjoy that, and that would be a good thing to see. Actually, I, I would I would love that uh, for him. To, uh, we talked yesterday about how he, he's the face and the voice of our athletic program, and he should be the one you're talking to about Cougar Athletics in the future, and he'll do a beautiful job with it. Um, didn't want to uh, overlook uh, swim and, and things of that nature, and I'm sure that brought a whole new set of challenges as well with with a pool. Well, I, you know, I talked to our swim coach yesterday, who's who um, it, it's it's has been really interesting. We have um, we, we've got a number of kids that will qualify and go on to the state swim meet, but the state swim meet's different this year. They're doing it in multiple different pools. They're comparing times, and so no one thinks about those kinds of things, but except those that are involved in it. Uh, we, we have a number of kids that are extremely talented. Uh, two of which may even have a chance to swim in college. And, and whenever they get to compete in the state, we want to be supportive of them. But it'll be this year sometime. I think it's maybe what's happening in April. It's normally in February. It's been kind of one of my traditions to go to Knoxville and watch that. Uh, and I've loved doing that to watch our kids compete there. And, and so that tradition is a little different this year. But thank you for bringing that up. Uh, it is different. But um, they're still competing for championships. And we look forward to seeing how we do. Well, let's uh, switch gears and talk spring after we take a quick break here on MTCS Cougar Corner. MTCS President Matt Tiller joining us here on the show today. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. 
Live your best life. Online at TOA.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. An extended Cougar Corner today. Uh, Colby Tackett will join us in just a few as we uh, introduce you to the new football coach at MTCS. But President Matt Tiller is joining us here now. And let's turn our attention to spring. And and we've already kind of talked about this, Matt. Uh, You know, last year, the heartbreak and just the anticipation for the spring season to have started this last week was just uh, off the charts. And uh, glad to see these guys and girls being out there to to, uh, perform on the field. We've had, we've already had a uh, a couple of middle school both baseball and softball games, uh, and you know we're, we're we're spreading people out and doing all the right things. But I don't know that I've ever seen a better crowd for a middle school baseball game than I did this year because there's there, you can just tell people were hungry to be a part of that because they missed it last year, and the energy was great at the ballpark. Uh, and so I, again, so excited. Our our both our our high school baseball and softball get get kicked off I think officially next week. Um, now we're now we're not. You know, we got to be mindful of COVID. Of course, spring you're always mindful of weather, and then all that can kind of throw you for a curveball. But uh, it's not only exciting to see our kids compete, but we've got really good teams in those two sports that have a chance to do some really exciting things this year. I don't believe in jinxes or anything else. I'm just saying we've got some talent, and I know the expectations on both squads are for a really good year. Uh, and so uh, I'm looking forward to watching uh, that. I, I'm. I've looked at my calendar and my after-school plans include a lot of baseball and softball games. Uh, and uh, our middle school baseball is off to a great start. Uh, I don't think they've lost a game yet. I could be wrong about that, but they certainly have one more than they've lost. I'm not sure they've lost. And I've, I watched middle school softball at home just this week, uh, and they're off to a good start as well. Tennis is going like crazy. We've got more girls playing tennis than I've ever seen, and they're they're rocking and rolling and off to a really good start. We were doing middle school soccer last night, and I know our boys' soccer team is going, so, uh, and then it's track and field. Spring is, we, as we've discussed before, uh, you just kind of leave school, whatever you do that day, and you look down and see if the lights are on at the baseball field or check out what's going on in tennis and decide what you're going to do next because there's always something fun to watch and, and, and there's groups of our kids competing be a part of uh, it is it is such a fun season again and and there's a whole new emphasis on working with our coaches and our athletic administration to make sure we're doing everything we can uh, to be able to enjoy the full season and I feel confident we will I know we've talked to uh, Julie and and Jamie and they're extremely excited and uh, for softball uh, Matt it was just a few years ago that it was a, a struggle to put a team out on the field and now you've got one that is uh, could be competing for some championships here this year. It's changed quickly, uh, and it's fun to watch that. It, it's it's really one of those you don't need a lot of people if they get excited about it to build a program. And we've had a, a small number of folks that have gotten really excited and helped us build a, a really competitive softball program. And and what's what's fun for me is to see it. It's not just a team; it's a program. When you see the middle school program sending good players up to you know that you're not just cycling up for a small period of time, but it's going to be a longer period of time. Uh, and so it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those those girls compete. Uh, and I, I don't think they'll go into a, ma- a game anywhere and think they can't be competitive and win. Uh, and that's not always been the case here. Um, yeah, and I'll say that there's there's as other teams are, are some teams are where we have been. Uh, and 
and and they'll cycle up too and and it's good for us to remember and be humble while we're enjoying a good time now we know what it's like to be building uh, and i don't think where there's any kind of institutional arrogance about where we are we're very grateful for the hard work that's got us to where we are today we're going to enjoy it uh, we also remember how difficult it was to get here and uh, i'm just appreciative of, of the, the coaches and the players and the parents that have invested in the program to get us where we are today where we're so competitive in an extremely competitive division as it always is in every sport so it's going to be fun to watch our softball kids get after us you know high school softball is just a fun game to watch anyway it's so different than baseball it's really not even the same game other than there's a ball a glove and a bat it's just completely different uh it, it moves at a faster pace and um it, it, it's it'll be fun to watch us well I, I saw jamie um in um i guess january it was and you know i i could just hear the excitement in his voice about the the team that that he's got and uh, you know um uh, it was interesting to be talking baseball in January, but I think he'd talk baseball in the, you know, uh, in the middle of fall if you wanted. Well, I, you know, I, you, you mentioned Jamie, and I, and I don't – listen, what happened in the spring was hard on lots of people, but it really gutted Coach Carver. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm speaking for him too much, but he had spent a lot of time with that team on culture and leadership. Uh, and knew he had a good team of talent-wise and, and was ready and just ready to let that team turn them loose and see what was going to happen, and then it just got taken away. And I know nobody's happier than he is to hear the bat hitting the ball. Uh, I've been to several practices. There's lots of great energy. We've got some really talented returning players and, uh, and some some really exciting young kids coming up. Uh, and so, you know, you're doing all the hard work, and now it's time to go out there and play and see who, who has more runs at the end of the game. But a lot of excitement. Uh, in that in that program and in that community, uh, and and we seem to continue to have more and more kids showing up at our school that love the game of baseball, and uh, we're happy for that and to see where that where that takes us. Well, in our last few moments here with MTCS President Matt Tiller, um, let's make sure we we mention you've got boys soccer, track, and and trap shooting, and and I know we always talk about trap and and how that's uh, such a, a huge sport with a lot of participants. And we've got a new coach, Adam Coggin, who, who works in the administration here that's leading that program. Uh, and, I, yeah, I, I don't know that I haven't looked at the numbers, but typically we have more kids just shooting trap than we have been doing any other one single activity. And we probably have won as many championships in, in trap as we have anything else uh, as well. So I uh, definitely want to reference that and mention that. It, we say to people all the time, we, I said this yesterday in, a, in an admissions event, uh, that the best way for, for your child to feel connected here is to get involved in multiple activities. Uh, and TRAP's a huge connector of several of our kids uh, that may not ever um, play a sport otherwise, but they're a part of that TRAP team and have done really well and had success. So yes, uh, as, you, as you said, all those are part of this spring sporting season. Uh, I haven't yet been, uh, I, I quite frankly don't even know what track meets look like yet this year and how that's shaping up we always have athletes though that qualify to go on to the state and have an opportunity to compete and so i look forward to seeing how that lands this year uh, as well full the full slate of spring sports is rocking and rolling any uh final thoughts from you as we uh wrap up this portion no i, I would just uh simply again thank you i, I always, we always do this so i'll do it today uh and uh, our legacy of light event uh, is coming up April 22nd. We've announced that internally. I think there may be some ads about that in the community now. Uh, Jack Nichols was coming last year. We had to postpone that, but he's back. Jack is back, coming this year, uh, coming to, to Murfreesboro. He's very excited about that. And uh, that event is coming up Thursday, April 22nd. I will tell you of 
50, we've had to make some adjustments on how that event is handled for COVID, but of, of 50 some odd tables, we're probably down to 15 left. The response has been pretty quick and amazing. And so uh, if you're a golfer in this community and you hear this and you want to be a, a part of a unique moment, uh, just wanted to mention that to you uh, as well. But more than anything else, Brian, I just appreciate all your, you do to highlight not just what's going on, but the mission and the heart of our program athletically, because that's really the most important thing I would share. Uh, and uh, we, we are extremely excited about success, but more excited about the heart and the mission of what we're trying to do athletically. And, and, and enjoy Coach Tackett. Yeah, that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, we're thrilled to have he and his wife with us. Uh, and I think he's a really good fit for our football program, both on the field, but missionally as well. So thank you again for giving me a chance to talk about Cougar Athletics. Absolutely. Thank you uh, so much and uh, look forward to uh, speaking in the future. That's MTCS President Matt Tiller joining us here on Cougar Corner. And when we come back, we will introduce you to the new football coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School, Colby Tackett, joining us as we continue on this special year-end edition of Cougar Corner. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teach Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at wgnsports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. This special year-end edition of Cougar Corner continues. It's our last show until August. And uh, thought we would end our 2020-2021 season talking about 2021 football. And that's with uh, new head coach Colby Tackett, who is joining us here today. And uh, coach, welcome to Cougar Country. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Well, let's let's get the lowdown. What's what's the uh, 411 on uh, Colby Tackett? Kind of tell us where you've been and uh, some of your experience there. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate. I, I got to play at Harding uh, University. Um, so I played there in, in Searcy, Arkansas. And then I spent most of my coaching career 
uh, in Florida as an assistant coach and then as a head coach at two programs. Uh, one was Mount Door Christian Academy, and the other one was uh, Oviedo High School. And so I've uh, been down there for eight years, uh, and then this opportunity kind of came up, and it was just too good to pass up on. And so uh, now I'm in Middle Tennessee. And I'm really excited to be here. So, um, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of transition and a lot that goes into that and move and all that kind of thing. And so um, how has that been for you? <laughs> We're getting settled in. Um, you know, there's boxes everywhere. Um, I, I was just kind of say it's kind of the life of the football coach. You know, we, we move often. Uh, I've got an excellent wife who is an expert at packing and moving stuff around. So. Uh, we're getting settled in as far as you know our house and stuff goes and then uh, really just trying to meet everybody on campus you know meeting the faculty meeting the kids um, it's been it's been an awesome first week so um, Florida to Middle Tennessee I mean there, there had to be a reason what why Murfreesboro why Middle Tennessee why MTCS what what appealed to you about this particular job uh, a lot um, you know I, I've had that question a lot and you know I just I think this place has so much potential uh, from an athletic standpoint. Um, just you're in a great community. Uh, I think uh, the school cares about their athletics. You know, they, they want to invest in the athletic program. So that's exciting to, to be a part of that and to work for people um, who, who are like-minded in that vision. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is <clears throat> raising, raising our children. You know, me and my wife one day when we have kids, you know, we want them to be in this Christian environment. And so uh, you kind of throw all that together, and it was a little bit of a no-brainer for us uh, to, to come here. Um, it was, it was uh, too, too good of an option to, uh, to, to pass up on. So how, how old are your kids? Uh, we don't have any yet, but oh, it's, it's okay. definitely in the, uh, in the works uh, to, to yeah. start a family here in the next couple of years. I, I thought I remembered hearing you say that. But, uh, you know, to, to build a family, Middle Tennessee obviously – uh, is a great place and um, did you I mean have you been here much in, in Middle Tennessee other than um, you, you know some uh, visits or anything like that I mean there obviously was some thought into this area right so <laughs> funny story in college I spent uh, a summer actually working at the Hermitage uh, I cut grass at the Hermitage and so I spent a summer up here kind of in the national area and I always loved it. You know, I was like, it was a, it was a great time. <clears throat> really enjoyed the, the city, you know, and, and what they had to offer. Um, but when I started kind of calling around, uh, asking about, you know, Middle Tennessee, primarily Middle Tennessee Christian in the school, uh, a lot of former alums would, would kind of fill me in on, hey, here's what they thought. And it was just so positive. Um, so that was a huge part for us to hear people who have graduated from the school speak so highly of the school. Um, you know, it tells you that they're doing something right, you know. And so uh, other than that, we didn't really have any other connections. We were, uh, we just kind of trusted God's plan, and uh, we ended up here. And we're, we're so fortunate to be here. Well, that's the, sometimes it's really tough to, um, to, to step out in faith in that regard. And um, you, you've got to be trusting a higher, higher power to be able to, uh, to just move your entire family several hundred miles. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Coach uh, Colby Tackett joining us, the new MTCS football coach. And I'm sure as you did some investigating, it didn't take you very long to, to see that MTCS is, is a pretty special place, but pretty special facilities uh, as well in, in a program that Coach is relatively young considering how long football's been around, but maybe not as 
uh, long a tradition at MTCS, but it's been a quick growing and, and uh, fast growing tradition. For sure. It's, it's growing rapidly. Um, you know, just, I think, and I think that goes with the city itself, Murfreesboro and middle Tennessee, you know, I think the whole area is, is, is growing. Um, but just some of the things that they're doing to, to take athletics, you know, I've, I got to spend this week with, with Coach Spray and, and what he's doing in the weight room with, with all of our athletes. Um, it's, it's been fantastic. And so um, everything's kind of aligned right now uh, in, in a positive direction. I'm just happy I get to be a part of it. 2020 was a very challenging year with, with COVID. And, um, you, you know, it's, it's, I know that you, you kind of look back over your time and, and coaching this year amidst all of this and, I kind of figure if we can do this, we can do just about anything. <laughs> I completely agree. I, I don't think many uh, years are going to be as challenging as they were as this year. At least I hope not. Uh, I hope we're we're on the tail end of all of this, um, you know, going forward into 2021. Yeah. It, it kind of moves me into my uh, next question here. Uh, B.J. Robertson was, was named the interim coach, and, uh, just going into the year, as, as Mr. Tiller talked about earlier in the program, it was just seemed to be the, the right move uh, at, the, at that particular time. And um, I know that he's got to be very excited about being able to uh, stay on staff, and that has to offer you some stability as well. Yeah, as we talked about earlier, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm here on a leap of faith, and I don't know, you know, anybody, really. I, I don't really know programs or high schools, um, so... Uh, I actually got to meet with BJ yesterday, and we talked for, for probably two hours. You know, and of course, it just ended up being football talk. But um, you know, just picking his brain about you know who who to play, who you know what our schedule looks like, and and all of these resources that he can provide. You know, we're 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 fortunate uh, to have a coach like him uh, remaining on staff here at MTCS. Colby Tackett with us, the uh, new head football coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School. And, uh, I mean, you haven't even gotten the boxes uh, unpacked, and uh, we're, we're here at spring. So I'm sure you're very excited <laughs> about getting out there on the field with these guys. I, I cannot wait. I, uh, I want to do my, my due diligence. I want to try to get some relationships built before spring practice starts. But I think this is the most eager I've ever been uh, for spring football practice uh, in my coaching career. I'm, I'm just so excited. It's, it's going to be very important for you, isn't it, uh, just coming in and, and, and building those relationships and for the guys to learn you and, and the system and, and, and all of that. It's, it's going to be an important time for your program. Oh, 100%. And, you know, our program is going to be founded on relationships. Uh, we're Each coach, myself, all our entire staff, we're going to pride ourselves on the relationships that we have with the kids. So right now we have a great opportunity. You know, we got seven weeks leading up to spring football. We got seven weeks to learn names, to learn hobbies, uh, to, to go to their baseball games or their track meets or their soccer game, whatever it might be. But uh, it's, it's important right now to build those <clears throat> those bonds that will carry us over into the fall. And, and you mentioned some additional sports there, and I, I think that's one of the very unique opportunities uh, at MTCS. Now, you know, it's it's a community that supports. I mean, the baseball program supports football, and football supports uh, boys basketball, and all, and all around because, you, you know, right. a lot of these guys are playing um, two, three sports, and uh, you know, it's it's year round for them. And uh, but but that builds character in these young men. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I growing up i played you know it was football and then it went we went into basketball season and we went into baseball season and and i never had to pick you know i never had to 
well, you got to just play this sport. And so I would never, <laughs> I would never, you know, ask a kid to just pick football or just pick whatever sport it might be because, like you said, at NCCS, it's a smaller school. We, we need everybody and everything. You know, or usually your best player in football is probably your best player in basketball or probably your best player in baseball. It all kind of works together. So um, I love the culture that they already have here as far as promoting multi-sport athletes uh, within their athletic program. Something else I would think that would have to be exciting is to see the uh, well-established youth programs, middle school, and, and you will have your hands on all of that. And w- when it comes to those kids, you know, working through those uh, programs to get to the varsity level and, and being all bought into uh, the orange and white, I, I know that that has to be very exciting too. Absolutely. That's, uh, the elementary program is, is flourishing right now. The middle school program is, is doing great. They actually have a, a workout uh, with some of their coaches today at 3. So I get to meet some of those young uh, today after school. And uh, that it's, There's a great foundation already set up here to be successful, which that's really exciting because uh, I've been at smaller schools before where you had to create all of these and, and it takes a long time to get it created so the fact that it's already here now we just get to continue to develop relationships within these programs uh, gets me really fired up uh, one one other thing here and I, it had to be an interesting experience but uh going through and and talking with the search committee and uh, you know uh, athletic director jason piercy being a part of that but uh, look up and see Kelly Holcomb. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little intimidating. I'm not going to lie. It's a little intimidating, but it, but in a, in a great way. I mean, it, you know, he's he's the most personable guy ever. You know, and we ended up just talking football. Um, not many people get to say they get to do that in an interview. So uh, I definitely wore it as a badge of honor. You know, I got to talk football with Kelly Holcomb in an interview. So uh, it was it was an awesome experience. Uh, and 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 he's just uh, such a, a a great community guy and uh, coaches uh, here as well and you know uh, it, it's it just shows some of the the caliber of folks that um, are, are interested in making sure MTCS athletics uh, continue to to flourish and uh, I, I know that that had to be a, a very cool experience so kind of walk me through um, the next few weeks I mean you said about seven weeks and and, and spring practice and all that kind of thing um, you know or, or how are you going to do that are you going to throw a lot of things out there or is it just kind of a, a get to know kind of thing yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, I don't want to keep saying this over and over, but, I mean, it truly is for me about building relationships. And, and it's, it's about going to, to their activities, whatever school activities it is, to start making those relationships. So that's really what I'm trying to focus on these next few weeks, kind of leading up into spring. Um, I want to be intentional. I want our staff, you know, we're, we're trying to put together a staff. and we, we need to make sure we get like-minded guys that are intentional with their relationships with these kids. Uh, and then, you know, once spring hits, uh, you know, we're just we're, we're not trying to throw the whole world at them, but we're going to work on fundamentals. We're going to work on our basic install, kind of what we're going to start doing here. Because um, it is going to be a little different, but, um, you know, we're definitely – we want to use spring ball as a springboard into our summer workouts and into our summer practices. And I'm sure for you that's going to mean a lot of – uh, looking at uh, potential opponents and film and here's some tendencies, here's our, our league, our division, and, and all that kind of thing because you, you've got quite a learning curve to overcome here too in the next few months. Yes, no, it, 
Uh, I have a giant learning curve. I'm, I text BJ all the time. I'm like, hey, what can you tell me about this school or this school? Just trying to kind of get a lay of the land. But yeah, I mean, when we're not when we're not with kids, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be on the film and and uh, and just trying to, to mold all aspects of the program. Uh, and it starts like what you said, evaluating everybody that you're gonna play and evaluating everybody that you have played. Well, as uh, we wrap up our time with you, Coach, uh, just know that um, you know we look forward to uh, talking with you in, in the fall, and we'll get a, a preview. And uh, by the time we talk the next time here on Cougar Corner, we'll, we'll be uh, staring the season right in the face. And uh, I know that there's going to be a lot of excitement uh, surrounding it, and uh, we look forward to getting to know you and, and talking with you each week uh, in the fall on Cougar Corner, and um, you've got a pretty special uh, experience here, not only with that, but uh, the coverage here with Cougar Corner. I, I think you'll in, enjoy it, and it helps to, to build the program, and um, we're, we're here to help you however you need it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate it. You bet. That's uh, Colby Tackett, the new head coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School, new football coach. Uh, great article if you want to find out more at mtcssports.com. Uh, take a look at it there. You can find out uh, a lot more information about Coach Tackett and uh, looking forward to our conversations with him in the fall for sure. Well, this is it for the 2020-2021 uh, Coaches Show season. Um, it's been a challenging season. It has uh, had its ups and downs, and uh, we had to kind of pivot this year and um, do our, our interviews by Zoom for most of the season. We hope the fall offers some different opportunities, but uh, we'll roll with those punches when we get there. Uh, just excited that we were able to uh, bring a full season of the Prentice also Peating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner to you. Uh, we're going to spend a lot of time in spring sports now, okay? So we'll be at the ballpark, uh, baseball, softball, right on through May and spring fling, and uh, really looking forward to, uh, to that as well. And we'll be out at uh, some of the Cougar baseball games for sure here in the uh, very near future. I do want to say thanks to uh, Dalton Barrett. He has produced... I think just about every coach's show of the season this year. I can't remember uh, one that he didn't. Uh, he was training for some of those, but I uh, appreciate uh, his work uh, coming in. And, uh, again, it, it has been a difficult, uh, difficult uh, time at, at times, making sure we get all the interviews on. But I think we have gone through without uh, many hitches here, and I appreciate his work. Also uh, to John Dinkins, who has been um, decades host here on the program, and Monty Hill Jr., and uh, you got introduced to Clark Blair here on the Coaches Show some this season. And uh, this foursome will, uh, in some form or fashion, continue to be along with you next year for the Prentice Also Peating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner as well. Well, thank you so much for being with us here this morning. We'll see you at the ballpark here real soon. And uh, I'm Brian Barrett. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you back here in the fall in August for more MTCS Cougar Corner.